0: Welcome to Appearance Matters, the podcast, the appearance psychology podcast brought to you by the Centre for Appearance Research, a world leading research centre based at the University of the West of England in Bristol, investigating everything related to the psychology of how we look. I'm Nadia and I'm Jade. And as promised, this month's episode, we bring you part two in our online dating and body image series, where we'll be hearing what the men have to think on this topic. Yes, and as we said last time, because we thought the discussions were so interesting, we didn't want to cut them down too much. So if you missed part one of the online dating series, go back and have a listen. It's episode 36, I believe. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, wait, because we've We've got the uh, eating disorder one in between. Is it 35? Maybe. 35 and 36. (laughs) One of the two, you'll find it. Um, And that episode was on women's perspectives on online dating and body image. I know, I was excited for this month's episode,
1: but, if I'm honest, I think I'm more excited to share this episode, actually. For the boys' better, Jade. (laughs) No, now this isn't because the guys were better or worse than the women, but critically speaking, within our research on body image, there has historically been less focus on men, so I think it's just really important that we've given a whole episode on male perspective with regards to this topic. Also, spoiler, um, one of the guys I spoke to identifies as gay, so we will be exploring this too in relation to the literature on body image.
0: Mm, Lots to explore here and I think yeah it's important because I think so much of our body image literature is based on women, um, women who identify as heterosexual also so it's it's good to have a bit more diversity when it comes to uh, who we're hearing from, the voices that we hear from. Yeah for sure Mm -hmm. and also they're not the only people who use online dating apps. Yes, absolutely. So, yeah, and on that, there is a recent report by the Global Web Index, which says that men use online dating apps more than women, with 65% of men using online dating apps compared to 35% of women. Yeah, and we held back on the previous
1: episode... Um, explaining that but it actually is the case men use it more so it makes sense that we do this
0: episode to represent what male, males have to say about using online dating. Yeah happy to bring in the fact jade so um like last time let's keep the intro brief and hear what the guys have to say. Yeah great idea so I spoke to two men both aged
1: around 20 to 30 years who like the women in the last episode are either currently working or studying at a university in England And as I said earlier, one of the guys identifies as gay and the other identified as straight. So have a listen out for differences mentioned by the guys on this and and also some of the similarities, actually.
0: Yeah, definitely. Listen out to those. And then just to say, like the last time with the episode with when we heard from women's perspectives, important disclaimer that the views expressed on this episode are the personal opinions of the men and don't necessarily reflect everyone's views. Yeah, thanks, Nadia. I think it's really important that we
1: actually highlight that. And also, I want to mention, as some of you may be thinking, um, Jade, there's only two (laughs) men in this discussion. Well... I thought these two guys did such an excellent job, in my opinion, that just two of them, in this case, it's quality over quantity. Yeah, and and this isn't a research study, is it? No. So we're just just sharing
0: on here. It was
1: very sufficient in regards to what what (laughs) I wanted to... (laughs) Well done. Thank you very much for doing that. Um, So hats off to these two men
0: for coming forward, as well as the women in the previous episode as well. Yeah, it's not necessarily easy to speak um speak about this when you're on a on a podcast. Exactly. And also
1: on that note, this kind of sometimes reflects research in body image in general actually. It can be hard to get to these certain groups and also it can be hard to discuss topics that might be quite sensitive.
0: So on that note, we're so grateful for the people who got involved. And on that side note, if you want to get involved in some of the research that we're doing here at the Centre for Appearance Research, we'll put a link to our participant pool in our show notes we've spoken about the participant pool before it's completely voluntary um so there's no pressure but it's a way of being able to find out what studies are doing and if you can take part and contribute in any way yeah and now
1: without further ado let's listen to what the men have to say yeah let's hi both thank you very much for joining us on appearance matters the podcast it's great to have you guys so, my first question for you is What is your general experience of using online dating apps, and which kind of apps do you typically prefer to use?
2: I tend to just any, just sort of on the app. The standard would be uh, just Tinder yeah. and then Bumble. But I find Bumble's a bit harder to get into since the girl asked to like, you would then message you first. Yeah. Which never happens sometimes. <laughs> so. uh, but yeah. Tinder's easy, just because it's just so recreational. You can Mm -hmm. just like flick, and then if you get bored, you put it away. And if someone does match, you're like, "Oh, that's cool." And then you don't have to necessarily talk to them more. You can if you really want to, but I just find it's quite recreational and just quite funny at times. Just to sort of like just see what kind of different sort of personalities and people out are out there. Really.
1: Yep, they're they're two quite popular ones. Definitely, yeah. Well, my experience is a bit different, I guess, because I'm gay, so
3: I use the ones which are more kind of aligned towards gay men, mm-hmm. um, so, so Grinder and Scruff are kind of like the main ones, Tinder as well, um, but I find Tinder's not as, as active as the, those other ones, really, mm-hmm. um, and I think it's quite interesting because um, Grinder and Scruff, you don't have to match to talk to people, so okay. it, has a different, it has a different feel to Tinder, yeah.
1: Know that. <laughs> yeah, so what kind of just what kind of feel is it? Sorry, just so we can get an idea. So you you don't swipe then?
3: No. So basically there's a grid of of profiles and you can click on anyone you want and message whoever you like and anyone message you as well. Um and I think in a way it's kind of good because it means that you can just message someone and and it doesn't really matter, you know, you can message more people and have more conversations. But there is that, that feeling of it's kind of disposable, like you just message someone, have a quick conversation, and then you never talk to each other again. Right. And there's not thought that goes into it, I'd say, yeah.
1: Hmm. I, also, without the swiping left, there's less like of that rejection, I suppose, because it's just there in the open. But then equally, there's more of a chance to have fleeting conversations that don't go anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. That's really interesting, actually. So my next question kind of moves on to pressure of using dating apps. And do you feel pressure to look a certain way on dating apps? And if so, kind of in what way do you feel pressure?
3: Yeah, I think there is a lot of pressure to look a certain way. Um, I think um, the gay dating apps in particular are very sexualised. So there is a pressure to look sexually appealing. Right, Okay. If... uh, um, Maybe if you, if you look a bit fit or muscular, that's definitely a bonus. Or just portraying yourself in a way that makes you look like an interesting person, like mm-hmm. through your profile photographs. Um, especially because on Grinder, for example, you only have one picture. So it really is, that picture has to be perfect, otherwise... You know, people make their judgment on that one picture, and they might decide to not message you. So, yeah.
1: Oh, that's interesting. I didn't realize it was one picture either. Does it c- combine yeah. with a bio, or is it just
0: very visual? Yes.
3: Yeah, so the, there is a, a bio as well. Mm-hmm. But I'd say that most people, I mean, it's similar to Tinder. Most yeah. people don't read that.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: It's mainly the image that they see. For, yeah, yeah. Definitely. At least first, anyway. No, that's really interesting. What um, in terms
2: of being pressured into using them, well, no, it's right. just a bit. Just a I guess a bit of fun if you want to like just swipe left or right. Um,
1: what about how you in train terms, yourself?
2: Yeah, in terms of look, in terms of like, it's, I gather it'd be different to Grindr because you have multiple posts you can show. Mm-hmm. I think what was, um, people have said to me, you have one with you as a group, right. and then sort of show you have friends really basically. Then you have <laughs> yeah. one on your own to say, ha, I'm this guy. Mm-hmm. Then you have one sports, one. Uh, one adventurous something and then a final one at the end sort of just to cover every single base yeah um i don't feel pressured to look a certain way but it does help in terms of like sort of i can see the spikes in sort of likes if you get what i mean Mm -hmm. um from like previous photos i've used to like my photos now definitely there is a big yeah yeah that (laughs) would yeah (laughs) (laughs) um between sort of my older sort of Bigger when I was in a bigger phase photos to like now okay. a bit leaner sort of thing. So there's definitely a uh, sort of trend.
1: Yeah. So you think losing weight and having yeah. pictures that portray you as slightly slimmer yeah, yeah. seems to have or increased a bit more that, active, like... yeah. Definitely. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. And obviously there seems to be a slight system there when you've got more than one picture of like creating a yeah. whole profile that encompasses yeah. more than just one thing. Um <laughs> so when deciding on a picture, maybe just one for, for grinder, like you said, or pictures to put on dating apps. What kind of things do you really consider? And are they different or similar to the pictures you post on social media?
2: They are the pictures I post on social media sort okay. of thing. Um, yeah, I guess just one or two that maybe I've gone through, like, oh, that's quite a nice one. I may put that one in there. Right. But the majority are from, like, I guess it's like with your CV sort of, don't put anything from your CV in your cover letter, sort
1: of
2: thing. (laughs) Likening it to job applications, it's interesting, yeah. Sort of thing, so like, they're going to, oh, that photo's just come out of nowhere, sort of thing. They haven't got no surprises, I guess, in that sense. But, um, yeah, I think, I just use whatever photos I have, like, on my social media. It's just easier, just sort of, there's no point in me going to take a photo that is just specifically for, say, Tinder or Bumble. Yeah. just... Okay. which is pointless in my opinion, but in, other people may have different... People use, obviously, dating apps differently, but that's just how I use it.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, that's so, fair. Like, you so say, everyone has different yeah. ways they might use dating apps. I
2: think, um, actually, for me, it's a bit different, mm-hmm. because I think for Grindr,
3: because you only get one picture, and like I said, it is very it is a bit more sexualized than Tinder. Um, and also, I think, in addition to that, there's kind of an aspect of um, masculinity, which is quite competitive. And when when you're in a grid with all these other men, you kind of want to show yourself in the best way that you can, Um, and so um, I would definitely take and choose a picture based on that, um, and be very careful about how I look in that photograph. Um, And I wouldn't use the same kinds of photographs on social media. I don't like maybe Instagram, Facebook or whatever, because um, I don't think the way that I would portray myself on those is the same that I would portray myself on a a dating app. Yeah, that's fair. Although I think Tinder is maybe the exception because that is linked to my Instagram. So there is a bit of an overlap there. But then I'd probably throw in a couple of extra photos specifically for tinder
1: Mm. i think it's interesting because with tinder you can link your instagram account so you can very much be like well this is some of the photos i've chosen but here's my whole social media so you can explore more if you like yeah yeah whereas it seems like that grinder and all those ones you get one shot really so it's really quite a lot of pressure to pick the right one yeah right that's that's really interesting so um how much do you think other people are interested in other parts of your dating um, profile? So kind of like the bio, that with Tinder you can link like your job, your Instagram but you know, Spotify as well. How much do you think people are really interested um, in those parts as opposed to the pictures?
2: I tend to look, if they have a bio, <laughs> if, if Tinder did this really cool sort of update where... If you swipe from the first photo to the second, it brings up this the first part of the uh, bio at the bottom. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's that much. Like, people, I don't know whether they look at mine, because I've barely got anything in mine. Like, I've got about four lines I think, just what I am. Yeah. Like, well, and, and then my course, and then, uh, I don't know, I've probably got a joke in there somewhere. Right. Like just a bit of tension. Yeah. I don't know, just something like that. But, yeah, like that's all. I don't really give too much away, sort of thing. Is leave something for the conversation. They're just like sort of conversation starters, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, people have sort of used them before. And I, I find it quite nice to have a bio so you can actually sort of, you know, have something to talk about mm-hmm. on the first conversation instead of just going, hey, and just leaving it, if you go. Know I mean. yeah. so But, yeah, I think people can look at it, but to the extent. I don't know because.
1: So you personally wouldn't really browse that um, much. If
2: a if a girl didn't end up matching with me, then yeah, I would go onto their sort of bio and then sort of use it to start a conversation with them. Right. But other than that, I don't think.
1: So yeah. prior to swiping, you wouldn't necessarily really can, like look at the bio. You just or just look the at first
2: the... three lines that come up on the set. Yeah, yeah, front. yeah. That's and that, that'd be yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I okay. wouldn't like sort of go into like the seventh.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fair. That's yeah, interesting. I'm a bit different. I think for
2: me, if um, I saw their
3: photo and I, I, I like the photo, then would look through the description to see if we had maybe something in common, that kind of thing. Although, interestingly, what I've found on my own profile is that the less I put in the bio, the more messages I get. Oh, <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why that is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's. Um, just, that's just interesting i think a lot of people actually don't even read the bio and sometimes if, i think like if you if you spend a lot of time and effort writing something or putting something down um it's a bit wasted because not many people can look at it um but um for me i think it is important because you know it's, it's those conversation starters and things that you can start to have a conversation about see if you've got mutual interest and that kind of thing so for me it's important for other people i am not so sure i don't know
1: mm. i mean i definitely tend to look at the the bios but then i'm coming from a, a female perspective i can't right. represent all women here but um i definitely do but then again i think that's just to check if there's any familiar interest yes. prior to actually um saying that i would match with them but then yeah each to their own i think that's quite an individual um question And so, do you think different dating apps elicit different appearance pressures? Different ways. Yeah, no, different ways that you might feel pressurised to look. Yeah. Yeah. That's an agreed yes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I find that Tinder's a lot more relaxed, sort of, a lot more. um, You can have a load of fun pictures up there and you still get a sort of swipe right. Um, Whereas, say, Bumble, Bumble's a lot, I wouldn't say higher class, but like sort of, Every photo, if you go on a Bumble page, I find that every single photo of like a woman, especially, mm. is pristine. Like it's a pro- more or less a professional photographer taking that photo, right. or like um, it's typical ones that like, not at events, but like where there is a, pho- a professional photographer around and they proper sort of Instagram photos, like really, really, really like polished ones. Yeah. Whereas on Tinder, you can just sort of have like I don't know, kind of dark fruits or something in your hand and you're like yeah that's fine so yeah it's, it's two completely different sort of yeah i think tinder, classes I tinder
1: seems to i don't know be a bit more playful that yeah. you could have like random <laughs> photos to encompass like a range of your type of personality yeah whereas bumble as you're saying seems to be a lot more polished Yeah. <laughs> well. you know i think um
3: I definitely feel the same about tinder like it's been more relaxed and you can because you can show a range of different photographs you can kind of choose different things sh- like you said show the range of your personality um whereas like grinder
1: is is really quite sexualized mm-hmm. um like you have said a couple of times um
3: and there are a lot of people who are just looking to hook up there are people looking to date there's a kind of a whole mix there and so and because there's no swiping and you're just on a grid with everyone else. There is a pressure to kind of go into that like sexualized kind of way of showing yourself. So uh, make lots of topless pictures, lots of things like that. So there's that. And then the other app, which I've used is Scruff, Mm
0: -hmm.
3: um, which is another very, very popular app, but um, it's more geared interestingly towards men who have lots of body hair or facial hair. And that's, uh, I think in the gay community, that is sometimes um, seen as a really positive trait, and those kind of like hyper masculine traits. And so there is a pressure to appear like really masculine on that app in particular compared to maybe a couple of the other apps, yeah.
1: That's that's interesting how, like, yeah, the different apps can actually elicit different types of pressures, perhaps, yeah. as well.
3: Um, and it's quite it's quite funny, because it's all the same people on on, on the app. So you just see the, the different ways that they present themselves. It is very interesting.
1: That is interesting. And I suppose with regards to, like, apps where you are swiping, you don't really know necessarily what you're getting next, whereas in, in those apps, you're seeing it all in in one piece so you're like you know what you might get next and so everyone yeah. is feeling like they might mu- they have to present themselves in a certain way to match that yeah. characteristic yeah
3: because you're directly compared to everybody else yeah. So, yeah
1: it's that's really interesting so do you think there are different pressures for males and females on dating apps and if so what kind of pressures and do you think there are different pressures as well for like straight men versus perhaps gay men mm-hmm. in those communities i think that'll be interesting
2: well, I think there's the same pressures, to be completely honest. Like, you still want to look good on your, on your profile, regardless. Mm-hmm. I don't think... It's funny, sort of, you go on, say, my Tinder, and you can swipe for some date, and you won't get a match. Or you can go on a girl's Tinder and get, like, I think, eight out of ten or something like that. Like, so it's clearly the, the scattergun technique of just swipe right for guys. Right. And then the girls can actually pick who they want, you know, to, swap, to match with, basically. Um,
1: so you see that you think that, that yeah, I the definitely
2: case. think that. Uh, yeah. um, but I think the same pressures are that you still want to look a certain way in terms of presenting yourself, like mm-hmm. we've mentioned before. I don't know about between straight and gay guys because I've never really
1: bridged into that. Yeah, area. Never, yeah.
2: yeah, I've right. never sort of asked even asked my gay mm. friends about the tin uh, about the gay apps. I wouldn't really know. Yeah, I gather that it would be the same though because. Regardless, you still want to look a certain way that we've learned today. The gay community still want to look like you say masculine and whatnot. So you still have the pressures there to look that way. Yeah. But yeah, I couldn't really That's comment anymore.
3: Well, um, I don't know
2: in terms of like ma- the
3: male and female difference. I'm not. I'm not sure mm-hmm. <laughs> because I, you know I don't date females, so um, so not really sure. Okay. Um, but I think my perception in terms of the straight and, and gay difference is that. Um, I think the gay uh, dating apps are a lot more competitive. Mm -hmm. I mean, my kind of preconception is that men are definitely more competitive. And when you have two men together trying to date, it kind of is amplified. Um, So there is a lot of pressure to look a certain way, you know, like maybe particularly masculine or fit or muscular or whatever. I think maybe in the straight world there's more of an emphasis on other aspects rather than just, um, you know, masculinity, having a good body and that, and that sort of thing. M- more kind of other personality traits might kind of want to shine through in your photographs as well, whereas I, f- I feel like on the, the gay-specific apps, that's that's really not not the case, actually.
1: Like they are saying, though, I suppose, if they're hypersexualized then that is you portraying yourself in a very, like, that type of way. There's less yeah, room exactly. for you to portray yourself as um, someone who's into... Hiking or you know, cycling because actually you're trying to show yourself in a very particular n- niche area, yeah. Aren't you? yeah. Yeah, I think one thing to mention to you guys because we did do, um, kind of a group as well with women and dating apps, they mentioned about how for men that they've experienced, and these were all straight um, women, by the way, they always seem that guys get hung up on their height. Like, you have to mention your height. Like, we want to know why. And I think we just want to... Not that you can answer for all men, but is there a reason why you you guys no, mention there's, height?
2: There's, there's a saying. Um, I remember it was a, <coughs> it was a sort of... Oh, not a meme, but a sort of picture going around. And it was a joke that a girl said. It was like, oh, well, what would you call a guy on a six-foot? You know, a friend.
1: Okay. This and, is interesting. You know,
2: and uh, I'm quite lucky I'm 6'2". Well, my Tinder profile says I'm 6'2". I'm actually 6'1", quarters.
1: So you say yeah, it on your Tinder profile,
2: six. see? I am 6'2". But then again, my mate's six 6'8", and he gets, he's got about quadruple the matches, right? Nice. I, like, quadruple the likes. Like, I think I got, like, 25 plus, and he's got, like, 99. Like, and he easily.
1: puts 6'8 yeah, on his profile? Yeah, and he gets...
2: Like, he'll just swipe me. Yeah, it's, it's just the height is something. I don't know why, but the girls just seem to love tall guys. I don't know, like the The funny thing is, is that is um, it'd be like say a five foot girl, and then they'll match with the six foot eight guy, and like, he's been on dates, and he's gone, yeah, like I've had that, like sort of lean down, and I was like, oh, was like, just yeah, to talk I said, to them, <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh no, but um, yeah, he was, he was just he said, lovely girls, just it wasn't gonna.
1: So, the taller you are, the, the more you put it on your Tinder, the more likes or swipes people yeah, seem I to think, get I think
2: you could Perhaps. tell he was tall through, like, photos, but not right. how tall If you, know what I mean? Okay. So, like, yeah, it's, it's just that, sort of, to prove that you're over six foot, I think, personally. Interesting.
1: Okay. If you're over six
2: foot, you're safe. If, like, if you're under six foot, that's a dangerous area.
1: Okay. Which is a bit... So, you might not dangerous. want to put that on your Tinder, profile. Yeah, like, right. yeah.
2: if you're over six foot, you definitely put it on like, six right.
1: It's interesting. Okay, what about you? Have you got any experiences? Uh,
3: honestly can't say it's ever something I've given that much thought. Um, I don't think it's, for me, it's not important at all, um, and it's never come up when I've been chatting to people on, to men on dating apps either, really. Right. Sometimes I ask someone how tall they are, if they haven't got it on their profile, just out of curiosity, but it would never, you know, it would never be the deciding factor on whether I'm going to date them or not. And I'm five foot ten, so quite average height for a man. And it's never been a problem and no one's ever mentioned it. So.
1: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. like, off the top of your head, when you're using apps like Grinder or Scruff, do they seem to mention their height as well, men, typically, or not?
3: Not not really. Okay. I mean, a lot of people have their height on their profile and th- maybe a couple of people will be like, you know, I'm only interested in tall people. But I wouldn't say it's common Yeah. Um, at all, no.
1: It seems like there's, like, with things like Tinder, especially in... the the male community perhaps they're thinking that they need to identify that they're tall if they are because that's a bonus for them I mean that seems to be the case perhaps
2: yeah it's just weird that it's I guess it's just what has been sort of the stereotype of Tinder now is that you need to you don't need to be tall, of course, but it just helps.
1: Yeah, and if you are tall, then that's a bonus. Yeah, put it on put there. On there yeah. okay. I don't
2: like list every single biometric that I've got, like, sort of,
1: <laughs> no, but, but it's just, just the hype. It was interesting that it came up with the women's discussion, and I thought, well, I may as well ask you guys, see if you're here. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was interesting. And when you're using dating apps, do you think people feel better or worse about the way they look after using these apps? What's your opinions
3: of that? Uh, speaking from my personal experience, I would say I generally feel worse about how I feel mm-hmm. after using dating apps. Um, and I've definitely taken breaks from using them in the past because of how it's made me feel. Because of the pressure to look a certain way, especially yes. to show your body in a certain way, is sometimes a bit much. I think, you know, I I exercise. I generally have good body image, mm-hmm. um, I think but when you're constantly comparing yourself to other people it does get you down yeah Uh, because there's always because of the way that those apps are set up because of the comparison you can see everyone else there's always going to be someone who looks better than you and so you're always comparing
1: i think that's interesting especially do you feel the same with the the apps like grinder and scruff as as well as tinder or do you take a break from them all what what's your opinion on that
3: yeah, I'd say if I'm taking a break, it'll be from all of them mm-hmm. because it's the, it's a feeling of constant scrutiny like you're putting yourself out there yeah and then there's a feeling of oh I could be rejected mm-hmm. and sometimes after you've had a couple of rejections you're like actually you know what I'm gonna focus on something else now focus on something else in my life I'm over it yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. It, <laughs> it kind
1: yeah. of is that double-edged sword isn't it because it gives you that positive reinforcement sometimes when you get those like matches and you, you get that initial conversation but also, you have that rejection that's there and you open yourself up to both of those things. Yeah. Um. So it's quite tough to balance that. And I often would take a break from dating apps as well because I'm like, I'm over it. I can't be dealing with this anymore. And then I'm like, oh, after a while I get bored and I'm like, oh, I might just see what's going on. And I'm like, no, I'm over it again. <laughs> so yeah. I definitely get, I get where you're coming from there. Um. What about you um,
2: then? I don't feel worse or better, to be honest. Like just pretty just, standard. Yeah, just sort of. Just the, <clears throat> the idea of a dating app is that you go on there. Uh, it's different with, uh, I guess, Grinder because you can actually see the different. I guess you can compare yourself, because you're comparing against another male. Yeah. Where I don't see the male side, so I just see the girl side. So mm-hmm. I can just it doesn't really affect me. Yeah. Where I can't see my competition or competition. And, the, um,
1: the only males that the male that you would see would be your own. Pictures. Yeah, just
2: my pictures. I've sort of learned quite quickly that it's pointless comparing yourself to some other people may as well just try and bet yourself all the way through in every aspect and then you'll find that by doing that you'll sort of slowly just go up like sort of in just in general quality but yeah i don't i don't feel better or worse like i've you know you get like one day you might get you know 10 matches the next day you'll get zero and you might do that and so just oh okay never mind put it down yeah put it down come back tomorrow sort of thing (laughs) It's funny because um, the worst thing about um, me and my sort of friendship group, we used Tinder as sort of a banter into. It. it was like, oh, when's the last time you got a match then? Sort of thing. Like, oh, right, then, don't do okay. that. Like, sort of thing. Just be, just a bit. It's just a bit of a laugh. But um, yeah, if I was to use say Tinder seriously, for say if I was to use it like properly for like a week, mm-hmm. then maybe I'd have a different. You know, maybe talking to like say five six girls and getting like getting nowhere either off the app or into mm-hmm. like a sort of just meet up. But yeah, I just don't find I just don't really mind. Like if I if I just talk to a girl and it fizzles out, like nobody does, then I'm like, oh okay, cool, yeah. cool, just carry on swiping.
1: I think that's another really important point. It's like why are you using the apps, and that can really impact on the yeah. what you feel from using them. Because if you're seeking something long term, then you're going to portray yourself in a certain yeah. way, and you're going to feel perhaps more rejected when things don't go anywhere. If you're just seeing it as, it as something very casual, perhaps. Um, or if you're seeing it as something very sexual then that might affect the way that yeah. you feel when people aren't necessarily matching with you or conversation fizzles out if, if that's what that's what I'm thinking yeah might be in. yeah totally
3: yeah I would agree with that and what I would say about that is that for me at least in terms of what that focus is changes over time mm-hmm. and you know day day by day like one day I might look at the app and be like okay I actually feel like going on a date or whatever and then another day whatever you know whatever else and of course you know like you said what might be the agenda on that particular day would affect how I feel about myself I suppose yeah
1: in a way some days I might just be like a bit bored and lonely and just want (laughs) to chat and I'm like oh I don't really see that I want to go on a physical date but obviously like, it depends on how you're feeling. I suppose that that's actually a really good point. It can change day by day, let alone as you develop through your life. So, my final question for you is, what would be your advice to someone who just started using a dating app or is considering setting up a profile to use a dating app?
2: It depends. Choose them wisely, because if you're going to go into say if you're gonna bumble i see is like a sort of you don't go on there you go on there simply to get into a relationship mm-hmm. i don't really use it if i was to like if i wanted something casual i wouldn't go on bumble because mm-hmm. it seems a lot like i said polished earlier um just make sure that you set the profile up to what app you're using and then if you are using that app use it for that purpose if you know what i mean so say use tinder as something casual or use bumble as something long term Don't get the two mixed because you will be left hurt or rejected. And I think my main one is that just don't take it too seriously. Take it a step by step. So say if you do swipe and you get a match, great. If you carry on talking, that's quite, that's a step better. If you then move off the app, say into WhatsApp and then actually go on a date, just take it step by step. Don't say, oh my God, she's the love of my life sort of thing. Like, yeah calm down like you've oh. still you've got a long way to go yet sort of <laughs> yeah and then so sort of, <clears throat> i guess after that then if you do meet up then sort of start to look at it a bit differently maybe stop you know reduce your time on the app but other than that i think yeah just set the profile up to what you want and then take a step by step from there don't rush into things and don't fall head head over heels for someone straight away.
1: Yeah, and not taking it too serious. Links as well sometimes to not taking you, yeah. the rejection or like anything really personal to do with the way that you look because it, these apps are very visual, um, and that's not a reflection of you as a person. Um, there are lots of people on there that are getting rejected and also like take a break. Like, yeah, like yeah, just
2: if you are getting hurt and you are getting down to just delete the yeah. app.
1: Yeah. It's always going to be
3: there. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I totally agree with with that. Um, Definitely uh, don't take it too seriously because it's not serious. And also um, something I would kind of add, I suppose, more specifically is uh, to kind of gay dating apps is don't try not to compare yourself to other people Mm. and show yourself as the best version of yourself, but don't try and overly compare yourself. Because you know there's there's all kinds of people on there, and if you're trying to measure yourself against other people, you're going to end up being unhappy, basically. Um, And yeah, taking a break. I think taking a break is really valuable because it allows you to get a bit of perspective. Because it is at the end of the day, these apps are just silly apps to chat to random people and see if you get on. Um, And one, I, feel, I, I definitely feel once I've taken a break, I can I can definitely appreciate that a bit more, and then I go get back to it fresh and think, actually, yeah, I do want to meet someone now and see how it goes. So yeah. yeah, just take it easy, don't stress about it too much.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like you say, take a step back if you feel like you're getting too immersed in it and it's affecting things that you might think about yourself um, okay. and your self esteem perhaps. So. That's really great. Both really amazing um, points. And that was all my questions. Then i would just like to take this opportunity to thank you. This was a great discussion. And actually, I found it really interesting myself, let alone the listeners.
0: That was so interesting. I really enjoyed hearing what the boys had to say on their online dating. I told you, quality over quantity, yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> it was really interesting. And I don't think I've really thought about it too much from a guy's perspective. Very self involved in my own bubble over here. Um, but I did want to say, because I thought it was interesting when they're talking about Grinder, because I've heard quite a few things about Grinder and it being very appearance centric. And I've heard things that are actually a bit, um, I don't know, upsetting. I guess where people put on their profiles things like no femmes, no fats, no blacks, no Asians. Like they're quite, it's quite like targeted of like this is who I want to to meet, and this is kind of it's That's very, shocking. yeah, yeah, very yeah. specific in terms
1: of appearance yeah. then, isn't it? No. Yeah. And actually, let's talk a little bit more about what the research has to say with regards yeah. to Grindr. Yeah. Um, seeing as it is the most used gay da- dating app, and also, as one of the guys mentioned, he felt Grinder was very objectifying, kind of like what you just said, Nadia, and, and puts a lot of pressure on men to present themselves in a sexualized way. Well, according to research by Joel Anderson and colleagues in 2017, Grinder users objectified other men more
0: than non-grinder users. Wait, so they objectified people who are not on the app, just other men in in general. Okay, so people, men Grindr. that use Grinder are just kind of more objectifying in general. Other what? Other because men. then, of when they're offline, in well, yeah, just um, in general, but they are users of Grinder. What? because they're, like, sensitised to that kind of, like, image. Perhaps, and because they're
1: thinking so much about the way they are presenting themselves and being very critical, that they probably might be more critical of other men. Interesting. Yeah. Um, But I must say, as a critique, that the authors do point this out themselves, actually. It's so hard to get men who identify as gay, who have never actually used Grindr before, um, that they have to change it to men who hadn't used the app recently,
0: so... Ah, okay, so... Non-recent users of Grinder. Huh, so you can't really do that kind of randomised... No. Right, I had no idea that app was that popular, like that popular that most people would have used it. Yeah, um, it's, it's so popular that actually within the community, it was really difficult for them to find
1: gay men who hadn't come across or used Grinder. Mm-hmm. Also, and did, was there anything else with the findings that you thought was interesting? Yeah, actually this paper had three studies, uh, that which I just described to be in the first study. And I'll also explain the second study too and what they found as this also links to what was mentioned in the interview. So the second study looked at over 1,400 grinder profiles in, in Melbourne in Australia, and I should say the first yeah. all the studies were uh-huh. conducted in Melbourne, Australia. And found people um, with profile pictures which were more objectifying per se. So things like a lot more sexualized images or a lot more body focused, a lot more skin. Um, they were more likely to be looking for short
0: term sexual encounters. So there was a there was a link there. Right. So there's a bit of a correlation between like your profile pick and if you want like a bit of a hookup. The way you're presenting yourself and what
1: you're trying to get out of it. Yeah. Yeah,
0: which and doesn't that link back to what they were saying the girls were saying in the other episode. Yeah. About how you present yourself and linking to what you might want from the app. Yeah, exactly. So there was an overlap there with the men and
1: women. Um, and it seems to be an important factor and there was other similar things mentioned in both episodes like both the men and women agreed about presenting themselves differently on different dating apps Oh yeah. so like Tinder maybe in comparison to Bumble and and one of the guys really discussed this nicely in the interview and then also things about not taking it too serious or at least taking a step back from it if needed so knowing when you need
0: to have that break when it's getting a bit too much Mm. yeah I think that's That's a big one. I think that's something that we kind of say, isn't it? Like with anything on your phone and its appearance of based, like have a break. If it's like, if it's getting too much, have a break. Exactly. Um, And then, but there, there were some differences, weren't there, between what the men and women said. And I noticed something about the difference in safety. Men didn't really talk about safety. And I remember that being quite a big thing for, for the women, even though I think we might have taken some of that out, didn't we?
1: Yeah. Like I said, time constraints, but it was such a big, important factor for the women. And you're exactly right, Nadia. I mean, it doesn't mean that it isn't a thing for the men at all. We can't say that. But the fact is, it wasn't mentioned, so that kind of would suggest it's not maybe as big a deal for men.
0: Yeah, although I don't know if a, if a guy would admit that. I don't know because of, like, masculinity. pressures exactly. and, and stuff like that, so... Mm, so it wasn't mentioned. We yeah, don't know why, yeah. but it wasn't. Um... Don't know. I thought it was interesting also that, that between the two guys that were talking, that they had there were like differences between how they present themselves on dating apps and then versus like social media, like more broadly. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about that, Jade? So well, I just think as we
1: mentioned, it's quite a lot down to the nature of the apps and things like apps like Grinder you only have one image. It's kind of like one shot. So there's a lot of pressure for the person to choose that right picture, which may not necessarily be the kind of picture that they're presenting on social media. Whereas Tinder can link to Instagram. Uh So it kind of feels like there is a lot more overlap there and there's more opportunity to be playful Uh with Tinder. So perhaps you might have images on Tinder that you would have on social media. So that might be the differences because of the actual apps used. Right, right. Not um. the people's choice. But I'm going to have to stop us there, Nadia, because <laughs> there are so many great points in both episodes that we could literally spend so long picking apart similarities and differences. However... Oh, I know what you're going to say. <laughs> Of course you do, Nadia. We have been working together so long now, we practically finish each other's sentences. (laughs) We also sit behind each other, just just in case you didn't
0: know that. Um, But as I was going to say, we don't have the luxury of time here. Right, so if you haven't listened to part one of the online dating series where we speak to the women, you should go back and have a listen to that and see if you notice any similarities or differences yourself or anything that we didn't pick up on. Yeah, that would be really interesting. Um, so anyway, we hope that part two of this series matched your expectations. <laughs> oh, do you like what I did there, Nadia? I mean, no one can see me eye-rolling here, but uh, <laughs> is it too late to swipe left? <laughs> <laughs> you know you love me really, Nadia. <laughs> Why, so I don't know
1: anyway join us next time where we will be getting all zen with an episode on yoga and body image great
0: yeah <laughs> I think we need that please yeah. can you
1: sleep right now?
0: yeah okay thanks okay. can I shake it? can I shake it back? <laughs> pay pay for the, <laughs> the, the subscription
1: floor. to return <laughs> am
0: I worth it? <laughs> you are Dode thanks Just, you are you love me really.